Well, welcome to Hot Topic. Uh, I'm Pete G, and um, tonight um, we are going to have a look at a car brought to us in association with Gazi Motors Paraparamu, the good guys on the coast. Well, last week, uh, as you will have heard if you listen to the program regularly, I was very lucky to drive a new Tesla 3 electric car, very kindly loaned to me by Sam Baker from uh, Weather Digital. This week, in keeping with the electric concept tonight, Digby Pape, and with some assistance from Henry Bennett, um, we are taking a look at the new Nissan Leaf, once again kindly supplied by Gaisley Motors in Wellington. Well, the Nissan Leaf, a rather uh, rather interesting car. The, if you may remember, the um, original Leafs uh, look like a, a fairly small hatchback. The one that we're looking at uh, tonight um, reminds me actually of a Nissan Juke. It's um, it's not an SUV, but it's certainly um, more stand-up-ish, and um, it looks, from the outside, it actually looks like uh, quite a roomy car. Um, quite nicely presented. Um, the paintwork we um, has a slight metallic flake in it. In this particular instance, it was a... Um, um, in, in the sunlight it, it kind of glistened so it set the car up uh, rather nicely now some of the uh, specifics uh, it comes with a 62 kilowatt battery uh, giving 160 kilowatts of power um, estimated uh, range between charging is about 385 kilometers um, external charge points uh, when we had a look actually under the uh, front flap for the um, for the jack points for the chargers there's an AC type 2 charger there and there is also another one uh, which at this stage we can't determine uh, but it's obviously for another mode of charging perhaps um, in, a, in another um, another country supplied with 17 inch uh, alloy wheels rather nicely um, uh, put together and a um, a space saver, a temporary spare wheel, which rather surprisingly is underslung um, under the back of the car. We thought maybe um, it may have been uh, put inside the car, but in this particular instance it's actually underslung at the back, uh, which we found a little bit surprising. Um, it comes with fog lights, rear spoiler, chrome door handles. Um, interior of the car is basically nicely fitted out with uh, with leather, uh, leather trim, uh, even uh, leather steering wheel, heated seats front and rear, and a six-way manual adjustable uh, driving seat with a four-way manual um, manual adjustable front passenger seat. It has Apple. Um, CarPlay and Android audio and um, satellite navigation uh, which Henry will talk about in a few minutes as far as the driving perspective is concerned um, very very good uh, visibility um, I'm always conscious of being able to have good visibility to the rear and in this particular car it's all round visibility you felt quite comfortable the, the uh, exterior mirrors are quite large and they give you a good sweep on either side so it makes, makes you feel quite comfortable 
the car in driving um, is quite sensitive on the steering. I think from my perspective it would take a little while before I got used to the fact that it seems to actually transmit everything uh, through, the spare w uh, through the wheel, so you're actually feeling things as you go along. I thought maybe just a little bit sensitive, but once again I think it's a familiarity thing that you'd actually start to get used to the more you drive the car. Um, I felt comfortable in it, uh, as I say, with good all-round visibility and being able to see right round. At no time did I feel compromised um, in feeling uncertain about anything the car was doing. So, from my perspective, I found it um, I found it quite pleasant actually. And um, for some more technical information, I'll pass now over to Digby, and and he can give us his thoughts. Uh, thank you, Peter. Well, the first thing is that the Nissan Leaf is the world's biggest selling EV car. So it's carved itself a niche in, in the EV um, limelight, shall we say. They build one every 12 minutes, so they're churning them out. So uh, it's quite a big car. It's a big four-seater. Um, it's, it's got a hatchback at the back. Sort of a concept, bit like a, um, a mini uh, station wagon, really. Um, now the original Nissan Leaf had gained, it sold very well as a Jap import into New Zealand but it had a very restricted range, I think it was about 120 kilometres originally um, now it's up to 385 so that's plenty enough for pretty much everybody I would say this particular, you can get it in two forms, um, the particular one that uh, we're talking about today is 160 kilowatts um, but for 10 grand less you can get um, about 40% less power um, and it's got 320 newton metres of torque, so it's certainly got enough power to get you around. But because of the way the accelerator is arranged, you've got to press it a very long way for much to happen, which makes for very um, salubrious. Now, that's not the right word. A very dignified way of driving around town because it doesn't leap forward every time you breathe on the throttle which is quite nice the steering as uh, Peter mentioned um, it's light um, I didn't drive it fast enough we'll leave that to Henry who's a bit of a maniac um, he can comment on the handling you know as we're hanging on by the door handles as we're screaming down the hills of Wadstown earlier this morning but you know he's young and irresponsible so I suppose that comes with the territory but anyway back to the handling um, can't comment there because I didn't drive very quickly because Peter thinks I'm a maniac too um, but well, I did notice there's the tyres, I don't know whether they suit the car or not or whether they're hard or it's the way it transmits the sound but there's a, an inordinate amount of road noise for a 2021 car I thought and when we got up to sort of highway speeds a fair bit of wind noise which is pretty much banished, but banished from decent European cars now. Um, I thought the interior, which is quite nice looking, um, was budget, definitely budget. And it's got a little token piece of Alcantara, it's got genuine fake leather trim, I think. Hand stitching in blue, which is sort of, it's not it's not perfectly rendered like a Chanel handbag might be, shall we say. 
the roof lining looks like something you might have found in a Hillman Hunter in 1973. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Um, this particular car does um, 0 to 60 uh, miles an hour, 100k in about 7 seconds, so it's not slow. But one thing I did like about it, it's got an 8 year guarantee on the battery, which I think is pretty damn good. Um, charging it, if you plug it in at night, you want to get up to a reasonable charge, takes seven and a half hours, well that's probably okay. In other countries they're restricting when you're allowed to charge your electric cars, so you're not allowed to start charging till nine o'clock at night. But I don't think that'll make any difference to people because the load on the, the, the grid is from about five till eight o'clock at night. Many one cooks their meal and heats their houses up and so on. So I don't think that is going to be a problem. Now, if you plug it into a, a roadside charger, um, it can virtually get it up to full power in, in an hour. Um, and, uh, you know, you're not going to need to do that for 380k. Um, it's also got regenerative braking, which means that as soon as you lift the, the power off, all the energy from braking or cruising goes back into the motor and charges the battery again. And that works out rather well. So it's like driving, driving a car without a brake pedal. So when you push it down, it goes forward. When you lift your foot off, it starts braking. And the more you lift off, the stronger the braking. And theoretically, you can drive around all day without ever touching the brakes. Um, I think you might have to uh, put the brake on to come to a full stop. Um, the price at $70,000, it's a lot of money for, you're paying a huge premium to have an electric car with those expensive rear earth batteries, lithium ion batteries, I know. Um, and some people will think, yeah, that's what I want, good for the planet, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, you know, sooner or later we're not going to have enough power to charge all these cars if we switch to electric, in my opinion. That may not be opinion of other people's but certainly James Shaw would say that's what we need but he's going offshore and hopefully he'll never come back then we won't need to drive these electric cars <laughs> anyway my opinion I think it's um, quite a nice car not very inspiring not as good as a European car um, but we'll ask Henry what he thinks awesome thank you Digby so I'm currently sitting in the cockpit of business and leaf and before I tell you all about the inside tech, I'll just briefly touch on the corners as Digby didn't get an opportunity. Clearly I'm young and irresponsible, but that's okay. What I found going down the hills was if you really want that full power, that instant torque, your foot has to go flat to the floor, which isn't really that surprising. That's normally what happens if you want power, you put your flat foot down, but um, when you did, it didn't feel like it was going to top over, it doesn't feel like a car with a high centre of gravity, it didn't feel like we were just going to fall onto our side, which was quite nice. Hung on all right around the corners. And overall, you know, you're not buying a million dollar sports car, you are buying a hatchback, but for a hatchback, it was perfectly pleasant to drive and give it a bit of a fang. Now for the interior. Inside, on, so as you sit down, you look at your steering wheel. On the left hand side, you've got some normal buttons, which are nice. And the right side, you've got some more buttons. On the left one, you can control the 
dash you see in front of you on the right side you've got a mechanical speedo that doesn't change but on the left side you can look at different things such as how much power you're using your range your battery capacity your battery temperature your charge time and that is quite hand helpful handy information to have and then on the other side we've got the cruise control so that's got adaptive cruise control so if you're following a car behind you know if you're following a car on the motorway he slows down you slow down he speeds up you speed up and if he gets out of your way then you just keep going at your desired speed to the right um under by your knee we've got stuff like a heated steering wheel um fuel stuff it's just you know all the little things that come with an electric car now what will make people like peter and digby happy who aren't such a fan of the touchscreens is that you never need to use it for we've got this touchscreen on the left it's a good size it's got all the touchy touchy bits but it's also got the manual button so we've got a manual button for the menu and then from there we can use the knobs to select things on the menu so if we need to select audio phone maps anything at all we can do it with these knobs and buttons of course the touchscreen does work you know and it works all right um it's clearly made from a quality screen uh, which is quite good, it'll be durable, it'll likely last for a long time. The speakers, uh, well, the Bluetooth was really easy to connect up. The speakers were alright, they're Bose speakers, and there seems to be a few of them sprinkled around, which was quite good. Um, it doesn't have Android uh, CarPlay or Apple CarPlay or any of that in the car that we're driving right now. I'm not too sure if it does come as an option, but it does. It does? Yeah, okay, so it does come with an option. We don't have it in this car, but I'm sure it'll work really well. And then below the screen, we've got our AC, um, so our air conditioning, heated windows, you know, all that sort of stuff. And it's all buttons, which I quite like. I think Peter and Digby like it as well. Um, just because it's a, it's a more manual way and then below that again you know we've got a cigarette port which is 12 volt port we've got our two C warmer buttons a USB and an aux cord power button and then right in the center um, we've got our E pedal which slows us down which is what Digby was talking about our eco mode button and our gear lever and it's quite a futuristic gear lever sort of something you see on a BMW um, it, it's like a mouse pad almost it's, like, it's almost like a mouse and that's just easy enough to move and use and that is the technology we have in this car oh and on the passenger's front passenger seat there's a button for the seat warmer for the rear vehicles and now that is something i quite like because i sit in the rear of a vehicle every so often and i get quite a cold butt as these people can attest um and so i'm pretty happy there's a rear seat warmer yeah um yeah, but overall, the technology in the car, it may be basic, but it's all you need. You know, there, there's none, no extra fill, frills, there's nothing to confuse you. It is exactly what you need, and it's easy, very easy to use. This isn't one car you'd spend an hour, you know, messing around with to get it right, like the other cars we've tested. This is just a car you jump in, you spend 10 minutes getting your grandson to help you connect you up to the Bluetooth, and then Bob's your uncle, you're away, and you won't have to worry about it again. And but overall, it is um it's quite nice, easy to use, and yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy with the I'm happy with the usability of this car. Great. Well, um yeah, to sum it up, 
uh, we're um, reasonably happy with it. I think there was one other thing that we were a little bit surprised about as well, and that was actually the rear hatch. Um, it has twin hydraulic struts, which are actually quite stiff, and there's no actual um, uh, electric mechanism to close it for you. So basically, you have to lift the hatch up. It's, there's a little bit of resistance there, and you've got to almost slam it down to, um, to get it shut once again was another little bit of a surprise on a on a car that um, has a price of $70,000 and perhaps I should just qualify at this particular point we neglected to ask the salesman whether that was um, um, uh, applicable to a discount uh, from the, the government rebate scheme so it may possibly be um, that there's maybe $6,000 off the price but at this point we're not actually sure so that's something you'd need to qualify. There's a little shamrock that the Irish say will bring you luck if you find it someday You can see I'm kind of lucky by this great big smile Cause I found a lovely shamrock That was there all the Sunshine, the second is rain, the third is the roses that grow in the lane, no need explaining, the one remaining is somebody I adore, I'm looking over a four-leaf clover that I overlooked before, farewell every old familiar face, it's time to stray, it's time to stray away, only wait till I communicate. Here's just what I'll say I'm looking all over For the clover that I overlooked so many times before I see the one is the sunshine, the second is rain Roses that bloom in the lane No holders, no need explaining The one remaining is somebody I adore I'm looking over a four-leaf clover That I overlooked before once more This lovely little clover that makes me smile Is a shamrock I'll soon be leading down the aisle For this one's lonely rover Has found the clover that was overlooked before I'm looking over a four-leaf our show for this week um, thanks for listening we'll be back next week hopefully with Sarah Ferguson talking to her about the annual 
North Pole Express, which is the excursion on the steam train for the kids that goes up the Kapiti Coast. So um, thanks for listening. I'll come catch you back at the same time next week. The falling leaves drift by the window. The autumn leaves of red and gold. I see your lips, the summer kisses, the sunburned hands I used to hold. Since you went away, the days grow long, and soon I'll hear old winter song. But I missed you most of all, my darling, when autumn leaves start to fall. Since you went away, the days grow long, and soon I'll hear old winter song. But I missed you most of all, my darling. When autumn leaves start to.
This program is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air. Sitting down, sitting in a railway station, one toe over the line. 